What's good? What's good? What's good, baby? It's your boy, Trace the Sports Junkie. And I ain't gonna hold y'all. Welcome to Nothing But Sports Show. Dang, it wasn't Upset Saturday. I was wrong. But it sure was Upset Sunday. And we gonna dive into it in a minute. But what up, T.O.? <laughs> man, yeah, whatever, man. Welcome to the NBA show. Let's go, man. Oh, man, we got my brother in the building. What up, C? Transcenders in the building. What's the deal, baby? Let's talk some sports, man. I'm going to lead y'all boys down the right direction. Just follow me. Here we go. Here we go. Where, 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 hey, where's Mike and Yvonne at, Keo? Uh, Mike, uh, he uh, is not able to make it due to some personal reasons. But um, hold on, hold on. I think Yvonne just pulled up right now. Uh oh. Woo! Yo. Oh, God. <laughs> Yo, what's good? Sorry, I'm a little late, but I'm good to go now. All right, man. So, um, we're going to be talking about some college football, the NFL, and then we're also going to be talking about the huge boxing fight this weekend with, um, Charlo versus uh, Canelo. Uh, but with that being said, we're going to start off with college football this past weekend. And we kick things off with our winners and losers. Go ahead. Oh, God. I, I was wrong about everything. So go ahead, Yvonne. <laughs> okay. Well, I think uh, the biggest winner of this weekend was Oregon. And the reason I'm going to say Oregon is because I think Oregon was flying under the radar a, a little bit. Um, I, I think everybody was giving Colorado the attention. Um, obviously, uh, most of us picked Oregon to win, but however, I think they've, they've also been overshadowed a little bit by Caleb Williams and a little bit by uh, a little bit by Washington and Michael Penix, and then uh, the the whole Pac-12. Honestly, and I feel like. Oregon's uh, Oregon has been hasn't been getting as much attention as uh, everybody else would like. Um, I'm gonna go Oregon as my biggest winner. I'll go back. To, I'll I'll uh, say who's my loser after you guys say who who's your winner. Okay, go ahead, see. <laughs> All right. <laughs> All right, man. I'll go biggest winner. Um, <clears throat> Ohio State. Facts. Ohio State, biggest winner. <laughs> they pulled out a great game and held off Notre Dame. Um, that put them in the top four and um, kept their playoff hopes alive. They had lost that one. I couldn't see them getting back because I don't think they were going to beat Michigan. Um, so you know, I, I really think I, I really think they're the biggest winner this week. And in the fashion that they did it, it was awesome. So I mean, I I, I think that they um. They solidified themselves as one of the teams to beat this year. So I'll go with Ohio State as my biggest winner. Um, biggest loser? Or are we going back to it? We'll come back to it. Okay. We'll come back to it. I'm with C on this one. Um, on the road at Notre Dame, I picked Notre Dame to win that matchup, Hartman and company. But not only did Ohio State win the ball game late in the moments and clutch moments, they did it without Marvin Harrison. Like, that to me says everything that I need to know about Ohio State 
Because when adversity hits, I want to know what kind of team you are. Are you going to, you know, come through in those clutch moments? And Ohio State did that. Like I said, I picked against them. So I didn't think they were going to win. And to do it without Marvin Harrison, to me, is special. Um, Notre Dame was a top 10 team. So you did it on the road against a top 10 team, which is highly impressive to me. So I'm going with the Buckeyes as well. That's my biggest winner. Oh, God. Um, Here we go. Here we go. Here we go. Don't relax, man. I'm not going to annihilate Colorado like I normally do. Or don't like. I think that boy froze. God, that was God. He don't want to talk about Dion. God don't like ugly man. Oh, uh, <laughs> can you hear me? Yeah, you good. Uh, no, no. I said because I'm, I'm not in a, I'm not in a good mood right now. I'm, I'm, I'm in a very bad mood, and I'm about to tell you all later that. But my biggest winner is I'm going with Florida State as my biggest winner. It wasn't lucky thing. Let's not forget what you said about them at the beginning of their season. You're gonna be you're gonna come back to this tape and look at it. They're not beating Clemson. This team is overrated. I could see them having three losses, but with all that being said, it wasn't impressive what they did, um, it, and um, it, it wasn't ugly, but they snapped a seven-game losing streak against Clemson, man. Um, so, um, And they were down 17-7 in the first half. Uh, Jordan, uh, what was it? Jordan, um, Jordan Travis, um, he connected with Kean Coleman to – for that winning touchdown at the end of the game, and, finals. Uh, yeah, man, and I and I thought that was really huge what they did. And as of right now, Florida State they sit on the top of the ACC, man. Yeah, so I definitely got them as my biggest winner right now. This team is for real, and I I like what this team did this past weekend, man. So I definitely got them as my biggest winners. Okay. Okay, I'm gonna go biggest loser. I'm gonna go Ole Miss. I I felt like Ole Miss did not capitalize on a bad Alabama team compared to what Alabama usually is, wow. and and uh, to only score ten points, I I just it, it was not impressive at all. Now you got to go play LSU with no momentum on your side either. Um, Very good. I, I thought if Lane Kiffin was going to beat Nick Saban, this was going to be the year. And Ole Miss is just going to end up being typical Ole Miss where they're good, but they're never great. And uh, they're going to need some help the rest of the way uh, if they lose to LSU this weekend. So, to me, I, I felt like Ole Miss is a loser because they did not capitalize when it was needed. All right. All right, we're going winners. Losers. Losers. Okay, my bad. <laughs> Biggest loser. Ah, oh, damn. I hate to say it, man. Colorado, bro. <laughs> Colorado. Biggest losers, man. Um, I think. I mean, I definitely, I definitely went out on a limb by picking them as my upset. Did I truly believe that? No, I'm gonna be honest with you. I didn't. I um, I just was excited. I said I gotta pick them. 
I gotta pick them, right? Um, they that by them losing wasn't a bad part. By them getting destroyed, that was a bad part. That would make them the biggest loser. They'd have lost by 10 points, 12 points, maybe even 14. It'd have been cool. But these boys got mollywhopped on national TV. And I don't think it hurts their recruitment or anything because Dion has the cachet and everybody. Everybody sees what they're deficient in their O line and their D line. So I think it's um I think it's a bad thing and a good thing. I almost could say they're they're my biggest winners too because everybody sees what they're deficient in. So all of the offensive linemen and the defensive linemen that want to jump in that uh, portal and head over to Colorado, they're gonna be itching to go over there and play for Coach Prime. But uh, the way they got beat. They uh they kind of proved everybody who was hating on them and waiting to see them fail. Right, they weren't up to the level of an Oregon or you know any any of the top tier teams in the uh, NCAA right now. Um, one of my homeboys had asked me early in the season, could they beat LSU? Could Colorado beat LSU? I text him immediately after they came. I said, just to answer your question, hell no, nah, they can't beat LSU. <laughs> <laughs> No, no chance. But uh, but yeah, man, I, it has to be Colorado. Sorry, Coach Prime, man. Y'all boys are shake back. Not this week, but, <laughs> but maybe the week after that. I don't know who y'all play, but it won't be this week. All right. This is the easiest topic of the night to me. I'm still dumbfounded that Clemson lost that game. I can't. For those that did not watch that game, Florida State is so hella lucky. They are just, I don't, I don't know what's in the air right now. Clemson had way more time of possession. Clemson had over a hundred yards more than them total offense. Clemson was up 10 twice in the game. I don't know what the hell Clemson was doing. Even Dabo Sweeney, how long he's been coaching, he said. I can't even tell you a time that I can even remember losing like this. Like, it is uncalled for for Clemson to lose this game. I know Keo wants to say that I'm hating on Florida State. I'm not. I really thought LSU would beat them, and I really thought Clemson would beat them. Now, I give all the credit in the world. They pulled those wins off, but I wasn't impressed by Florida State this weekend. I did give them their flowers after they beat LSU. Somewhat, I said they were they were impressive, but but they were not that impressive in this game. To me, I felt like Clemson, and that fumble doesn't happen. I know that that's neither here nor there. It was a great defensive call, pick six fumble for sure. That that changed everything in the game. But even then, Clemson came right back down. And how do you miss a twenty-nine yard field goal to win the game, basically, and you miss it? I just I, – you can't make these type of things up. To me, Clemson's the biggest loser because if they have any aspirations of turning their season around after losing to Duke in that horrible night, um, I think it was a Monday night, in that bad weather, this was their chance to be knock off a top-five team and they had everything in their, in their hands at home, had them on the ropes twice, and you still lose the game. So, for me, Clemson's definitely the biggest loser. Their run is over. You think Alabama's <laughs> run is over. Clemson's <laughs> run is over. Over. O-V-E-R. With a capital V. 
And one more thing, they held Florida State to 22 rushing yards. Are you kidding me? 22? And you lose? <laughs> you can't make this stuff up, man. I'm telling you. Yeah. Um, um, my loser um, is pretty simple, man. It's Colorado. Um, <laughs> um, I... I knew what was going to happen in this game, um, and um, they got they got brought back to reality in this game. Um, um, they probably could could have scored as much as the um, the Miami Dolphins. Um, so it was it was it was definitely uh, not a good look in football when it comes to Colorado sports teams, the Colorado football team, and then. Um, the Denver Broncos. Um, it, it was not good. Um, and um, I didn't expect the game to turn out like this, though. Um, the the offensive line got exposed. The defense got exposed in this game. And Oregon just had their way and from running the ball, from passing the ball. And um, Bo Nix had four touchdowns in the first half. Like, he made it look really easy in this game. And obviously, once again, Shador Sanders. I don't know how many times I got he got sacked. I think this was the most time this season in the game he got sacked. I think he got sacked seven times. Um, um, I think, and he still leads the FBS in that. Obviously, you can't blame everything on him. Um, obviously, if it's the offensive line, um, whoever's the offensive line coach is, um. Yeah, so I definitely got them as my losers, and it, it don't get any easier for them now because they now have to face USC. I mean, the good, the only good thing about it is they got USC at home, so hopefully they can make the best out of it. So I got them as my losers. All right, let's move on. All right, over. NBA young boys of the game. <laughs> boys, All right, let's boys. move. So, all right, let's move on over to our next topic, and it is about Colorado, and they dropped out of the 25. Um, do you agree with them no longer being on the top 25 after that loss to Oregon? I'm going to go first. I think they're still a top 25 team. Um, and what were they ranked before this game? 14 18. or something? 18th. 18th. Um, I think they're still a top 25 team. I don't think it matters right now regardless, though. Uh, because there's plenty of season left. If they beat USC this week, they're going to be top twenty. <laughs> yeah. So uh, I don't. I, I just don't think it matters right now. They got. They got a lot of big games left. Like I said, they got uh, USC at home this weekend. Later this year, they play Utah, Washington State, Oregon State. Uh, so I don't think it really matters right now. But. I do think as of right now, if I named the top 25 teams, they would be one of them. Um, I'll go next. Okay, so I, um, I'm i kind of torn between this one. I, I think that are they, are they one of the top 25 teams in the country? Dropping from 14th, I think they were 14th. I think they were 14th. And uh, dropping at 11, at least 16 spots. Out, I mean, um, I'm sorry, at least 12 spots out of the top 25. I think that was kind of that was kind of harsh. But the way that they lost, in the fashion that they lost, I think that 
is warranted. I can't argue with him dropping him out of the top 25. Um, who's number 25 right now? Fresno State. Are they better than yeah. Fresno State? Yeah. I think they're better than Fresno State. So I could see them in the top 25. You know what I mean? But after that loss, I could see people dropping them out of the top 25. Um, I think it was a little bit harsh dropping them from 14th to out of the top 25. But I can see what you do when you, um, you get beat up like that. They got beat up. They got demolished. So, you know, a team like that, a team like that, I can't say you can't argue. Oh, man, yeah, we do need to be in the top 25. Top 25 for what? I'm kind of like Yvonne said, man, it doesn't really matter right now anyway. But, um, yeah, I um, I understand them being out of the top 25. I um, I think they're better than a Fresno State, though. All right, well. Shout out to my dog Shadur. Shout out to my dog Dion. Nah, I don't think. I didn't think they were gonna be that good. I did pick them to beat TCU, but I told y'all before the season started, I picked Oregon. Dion's gonna build something, and we understand that Shadur played great against TCU, but I don't think they're a top twenty-five team. I think they're gonna. I don't think they would be. I, I can't say for sure that they would beat a Fresno State. I can't say that. Um, Fresno State can clearly beat them, in my opinion. Uh, am I saying that it may be a toss-up, but it's not a for sure thing that they're a top 25 team, especially without Travis Hunter. That's who we got yeah. to see um, them go against Oregon with. Now, would Travis Hunter have made that big of a difference in that game? I don't believe so. I, I told y'all, I would have picked Oregon even if Travis Hunter played. I thought Oregon was the better team. And I think USC is going to beat them this week, too. I, mean, we might, I don't know if we're picking that game. <laughs> I don't see yeah. why we are, but if we are... I think I said that before the season, USC is going to beat them. Um, I just think that you got to give them time, though. Give them some time. Dion's going to get those boys right. They're going to turn the, 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 that program around. Um, it was it was a great story to start college football, but now we're about to weed out the teams that are not really those type of teams, and we're about to get to the, the, the focal point of the teams that are going to chase a national championship. And um, Colorado's not one of those teams in my mind. But you know who is, Kyo, before you go? Oh! Yeah. oh. <laughs> LSU? Um, I Finally, me and X agree on something on here. Um, yeah, they are, they are not a top 25 team. If you look at the teams that's ranked 21 to 25, you got Tennessee, Florida, Missouri, Kansas, and um, – Fresno State. Even if even if you remove Fresno State out of there, you got teams that's not that just that Facts. are not ranked. Like you got the Kansas States, the UCLA's, the Texas A and M's, the Clemson's. I I even like Tulane. I think Tulane is a better team than uh Colorado. So I don't think they're a top twenty five team. Yeah, sir. And and I don't think I don't think they're a top twenty five team right now, man. Um. Like actually, I think they do need to. Um, they do. They do need some time from it, and um, I think um, people are still going to be paying attention to what Colorado does. And I, like I said, the biggest issue is um, their their defense and their offensive line. If they could fix that, um, I think you know um, they they shouldn't have a problem with anything. Um, I mean, the offense. You know, the offense they could move the ball. They got some solid running backs. Um, receivers they got a good tight end 
So um, I, I don't think they're a top 25 team right now. I just can't do that right now. All right. Watch Prime let's... work at Florida. Yes, sir. All right, let's go to our um, college football picks for this week. So let's go through. Let's go through the records for uh, this week. Wow. So, wow. Hold on, man. So Mr. C finishes off with a four and two record this past week. You know what I do. Uh, um, Yvonne, who's currently in first place in in the college football picks right now, he went. Four and two. Um, True X, the sports junkie. You went a pathetic <laughs> one and five in your picks. You had the worst picks this past weekend. Obviously, yours truly went five and one. I thought I got two right. I thought I got two right. Um, what well, the one I'm looking at right now? Cause you had you lost Clemson, UCLA. Oh wait, 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 wait. You went. You wait. You got Washington right. I'll give you that. So you went two yeah. and four. All right, all right. <laughs> so you still did have the worst picks. You didn't. You, you didn't hey, get away that easy. Better than one and five. Two and four is better than one and five. And, and yours truly went. Five and one this past week. Woo! <laughs> um, y'all, yeah. y'all gotta step it up. Y'all gotta step it up because apparently I'm first in NFL too. Come on now. So yeah, so the stand so the standings as of right now, Yvonne is tied for first place. True and uh true and C, they're tied for second place. Yeah, it's all good. Well, well, well. Now that I calculate, I haven't calculated. Who's he going to tie with? No, yeah, no. who am I tied with? Your brother. Um. But oh. <laughs> well, as far as on the NBS show, you you're in first place. If, hey, you whatever. corrected my two and my two and four, so I should be in front of C, right? Um, I I still got to calculate the numbers from this past <laughs> week. So, uh, we'll find out. We'll find out. Um. I'll calculate them. I got you. Don't worry about it. Perfect to this week, though. Perfect. All right. Well, let's go to our picks for this week. Um, hold on. Let me pull it. Let me pull up the picks for this week. Give me a second. Yo, you want you want me to do it just because I I picked the uh game? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. Okay, hold on. I'm pulling it up right now. But I, I did pick these games. All right, I'm going to go. first. We, this is a Friday night game. Two ranked teams, two undefeated teams. We got Utah at Oregon State. Friday night. It's not undefeated. Well, well, not until this week. Yeah, yeah, you're right. <laughs> you're right, you're right. I'm tripping. But Oregon State is at home. Who's going to win this Pac-12 matchup? Man, I'll go first. I would like to say I'm. I'm jocking them. Man, I picked against Utah versus UCLA. Even though, you know, man, I, th- I felt like UCLA would have did better with their freshman quarterback. I'm going to go with, damn. This is the only one that I'm struggling with. Ah, it's, I, I got to climb back in. So I think that y'all going to all take Utah. I'm going to take Oregon State at home. They get the, they get the dub. 
Okay, I'll go next. Uh, Oregon State's at home, and they're a three-point favorite, actually, which is interesting. Um, Utah keeps winning without uh, Cameron rising. They keep figuring it out, and they look better and better every time I watch them. Honestly, that defense is legit. Man, I'm going to also go Oregon State. Oh! I, I I think at home, I think they're going to get it done. And I, and I always like picking teams off a loss because I think they're hungry. Uh, am I very confident <laughs> about it? No, because Ugalele really struggles against really good defenses. So I'm not confident in this pick at all. I'm simply picking Oregon State because they're at home. All right, I'll go next. I got big Ugalele. You know oh what I'm saying? God, everybody. <laughs> big Ugalele, man. You know what I mean? He gonna um he'll bring Utah over those boys, man. They rank number 10 for a reason, and he'll show it. Um, I think that they 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 win this one before they start stumbling. Um when they start stumbling against the upper echelon of their division or their conference or whatever. But uh, I think they go on ahead and win this one, and this is their last big win of the season. Go ahead, Kiel. I'm going with Utah in this game. Utah, this past weekend against UCLA, they, 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 it was a dirty game that they won. They grinded out in that game. And normally you see, you see Utah winning convincingly and with a dominating offense. But uh, this time it was a little different. I like Utah in this game. I know the game is in Corvallis. Uh, I I'm just not sold on um Oregon State uh, as one of those Pac-12 teams, man. So I'm I'm going I'm going with Utah to win this game. Okay, all right. Next matchup we got two SEC teams: Kentucky at home against Florida. Kentucky's undefeated. Florida three and one. Their one loss being to Utah. Who you got? Okay. Um. Damn. I didn't know we was picking this game. <laughs> I'm going to take um, I'm gonna do the Gators. I'm going to do the Gators. Um, I feel like the Gators are starting to build some momentum. They wasn't great last week on offense, but defensively, they really stepped it up. I'm going to go with Florida on the road. Okay, I'll go next. I'm going to go with Florida, too, but I, like, I'm, not, I'm, I'm not confident. I'm not confident at all in Florida, but then they beat Tennessee. They looked a little better. Kentucky's beating up on just scrubs so far. I'm going to go with Florida barely. All right. Let me jump in there. Let me get some of that. All right. I got Florida. Um, I got Florida <laughs> for the simple reason. The simple reason that Kentucky's not – they're not very good, man. Like you said, they've been beating up on scrubs as they should. They're one of the lower, I mean, they're one of the upper lower tier teams in the SEC. So they they do what they're supposed to do, but um, no, they're not a real SEC team. That's uh that that you that you would be worried about. So and Florida is Florida is they showed that they beat when they beat Tennessee how good they were, how good they can play. And I think they're going to Kentucky and um beat up on them boys with fake Tim Tebow back there. <laughs> so um, now, now I'll admit if oh, I was why would you though, go to Florida and wear fifteen? It's crazy. <laughs> now, now I'll I'll admit if I was wrong about something. I, I was disrespectful week one with Florida. I said 
this team ain't going nowhere and they will be one of the worst teams in the SEC. Three and one, man. They beat Tennessee. Um, but right now, Florida is actually on a two-game losing streak. Um, they have um against Kentucky. The last time Kentucky won three straight in a row was nineteen forty-eight to nineteen fifty-one. But it ends now. I like Florida in this game, man, over Kentucky. So uh, I'm going with the Gators. And um, real quick, I don't know if y'all caught that catch last this past week. Pearsall, man, dang, that thing was nasty. Oh, um, boy, 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 <laughs> did that. <laughs> I feel like they throw to him every play, though. I swear, every play. Mm-hmm. But it makes plays, so whatever. You got a weapon like that, man. You got to throw to him. Feed him. All right, next matchup. Two undefeated teams. I think this matchup is a little scary uh, for my Longhorns. Kansas at Texas. Kansas is undefeated. They're the 24th ranked team. Texas is third. Texas is the favorite. Who y'all got? Texas, man. I told y'all, after they beat Alabama, I'm not doing that, though. (laughs) (laughs) After they beat Alabama... It's it's something about them, man. They got they got this swagger about them that you know they're entering the field every week, week in and week out. They're feeling like they're the better team. They you know even if they don't win by a landslide, it's almost like they have that switch where we can turn it on and off. And when they turn it on, it's just hard to stop. Um, so I'm going with Texas in this one. I think they actually set the example of what a top three team looks like. And what a team that's in the bottom 25 look like. I think they beat Kansas pretty pretty easily. I'm going to go with my Longhorns as well. But I do think Kansas sticks around this game. I really do. They've given Texas hard times in the past. They have. I like their quarterback, Jalen Daniels. I actually think he's a stud. Uh, but at the end of the day, I think this is Texas's best team in a while. They're at home. Texas wins this game. But yeah, I think it's closer than most expect. Um, I'm going to jump in there right there, man. I got Texas, but I do think it'll be close all the way into the third quarter, and I think Texas pulls off on them in the third quarter. No Rock Chalk, Jayhawk, none of that. Uh, Texas, they're looking pretty good this year, man. They're going to prove that they deserve that number three ranking that they got right now. After beating Alabama, I know those boys' confidence is sky high. So, yeah, I got Texas. Um. I'm taking Texas too. Um, this game won't even be close. Um, last two opponents, last two opponents Texas has faced was Wyoming and Baylor. They outscored them 69 to 16. Um, Quinn Ewers uh, offense they they has passed for a good uh, 432 yards passing a game uh, since since the, with those two games. Um, he Ewers had nine touchdowns over a thousand yards passing already. Um, this team got a lot of weapons from the tight end to the wide receivers to the running game, and they got explosive athletic players on the defensive side. I got Texas, man. This this is an easy win. All right. We talked about it. Next game, USC at Colorado. Uh, I do want to point out, Oregon was a 21-point favorite against Colorado. USC is a 21-point favorite. Who y'all got? I got USC, the Trojans, fight on. Kill likes that. Not only does he get to go against the team he's been 
dragging through the mud, Colorado, but he actually gets to cheer for his team, which is the Trojans. Trojans win this game. Even though I don't like how the Trojans played this past week against Arizona State, a team that's one and three, I thought that game was way too close for um, Caleb Williams. He actually dropped on the Heisman um, list as far as the favorite to win it by Vegas. Um, so I don't love the way they played, but I didn't love anything about what I saw from Colorado. So I got the Trojans. And they cover. Wow. Okay. I'm going to take USC by a touchdown. Wow. I think this is a much closer game. Uh, USC struggled against Arizona State last week. I think Colorado definitely covers. They're not going to want to get embarrassed like they did last week. Uh, it sucks that Travis Hunter's not going to play, but I, I think Colorado matches up better against USC. Uh, USC doesn't have the defensive line that Oregon does. Um, I think it's a closer game. Colorado's at home. One thing I like about Caleb Williams so far this year, zero interceptions. Zero interceptions. I think it's close, but I got USC by a touchdown. All right. Um, you know, last last week I picked those boys to upset Oregon. I'm not going to make the same mistake two weeks in a row. I have USC, but I do have the USC not covering. I have it being under 21 points. I think Coach Prime will have those boys ready to play at home. And um, I don't know who he's going to bring out there, man. Maybe he's going to bring, like I said, the kids like young boy now. Maybe he's going to bring young boy out there to help those boys get pumped up. He had Lil Wayne last home game. Um, you know, yeah, it's going to be a spectacle. It's going to be a spectacle out there. And I think that that's what that's – what, Colorado needs to win a big game like this or even be in contention to win a big game like this. I think that uh, Shador will have a much better game. Uh, they'll put up way more points than the six they put up this week. I think it'll just be um, a better game. I, I, I see it being under 21 points. I don't know if it's just going to be seven, though. I don't know if it's just going to be seven. But I do have uh, USC, and I have Colorado being a lot better than they were last week. Yeah, um, I think this game is going to be closer than what people think. Uh, USC, they tend to crack in games that you least expect them to um, lose. Um, and, and I think this is one of the, the, those games, man. So I wouldn't be too confident after what Oregon did. So, you know, Oregon's, they're saying, hey, um, I mean, USC's saying, hey, look what Oregon did. We got to do that, too. And I just don't think they will. I just think Oregon has a better defense than them. But as far as offense, USC definitely has a better offense than them. I think um, Colorado, they are not going to get embarrassed at home where their fans will be there. There's no way that's going to happen. I think they will make the proper adjustments. It's just that this team passes way too much man way too much um and i just think they just need to balance everything out um when it comes to the running game and their passing game now as far as caleb williams goes um this is one of them games where caleb williams want, is going to want to put out a show you know we, everybody's every you know i'm pretty sure he's tired of everybody talking about shador sanders Caleb, this is this is one of the the games that Caleb Williams can't put on the show man caleb williams he's um 
you know, no interceptions, over 1,200 yards passing, 15 touchdowns, you know, throwing 74, uh, 74% of uh, um, completed his passes uh, throughout the entire season, 500 yards um, average a game for their passing, for uh, their offensive attack. I like USC in this game, but I think this game will be a, a closer game than what people think. But I am still taking USC, though. No, I doubt, no, I, I want to say, man, is I think these coaches, like in these big programs, they know that Dion is coming. And they have to make these statement wins where they're like, you know what? If y'all thinking about going to Colorado, y'all might want to think twice. And I just think that USC, man, they're so potent offensive-wise. You got to think about what Colorado State did to Colorado. We talk about them playing at home. Yeah, that's cool. But that wasn't Caleb Williams and Brandon Rice. Like, like they're coming in there to me to make a statement. I just – I think it's going to be a blowout, unfortunately. I don't want it to be, but I think it will be. Okay. Here's, um, hey, here's something I saw on uh, Instagram today. Somebody said – let me ask y'all. Uh, if you could pick – any five quarterbacks to take your organization to the next level in college or the NFL, would Caleb Williams be one of them? No. You no. wouldn't tell you would? No. You don't think, think he'd be in the top five? Not, mm-hmm. not right now. Not right now? You got to think. You still got Patrick Rose. You got Joe Burrow. That's not fair to say, though, man. That's what I'm saying. It's not. It's not. I agree with you. But it's just. You're not going to take Caleb Williams over those guys. And I know I just named two, but I can yeah, keep it going. I mean, when Josh, you think about Josh, it. Josh Allen, Herbert, Tua. Tua, uh, wait, Tua. Trevor Lawrence. <laughs> Trevor Lawrence. I'm not giving up yeah, on him. Yeah, I, I just don't think that's fair to say when you put Caleb Williams in, in that conversation like that. Not like, yet. Top 10? Maybe top 10. Yeah, I a chance. Maybe, yeah. Not top five, though. All right, what's the next game? All right, next game, LSU at Ole Miss. Come on, man. Come on, man. You know it's oh, like the time. Oh, oh. Like y'all undefeated, man. Stop doing hey, that. Hey, <laughs> hey, you know what? We making statements every week, week in and week out. We barely beat hey. Arkansas, who lost to BYU. Hey, hey. Oh. Hey, hey. hey here's the deal. <laughs> Here's the deal what you have to realize. You're concerned about Kansas. Why? Because you know that they normally play y'all well. That's right. the same thing with Arkansas and LSU. They're a rivalry. It happens. Colorado State, Colorado. That was a big-time matchup. It was close. You get that with Michigan State and Michigan all, oftentimes, even when one team is not good. Same thing with Ohio State and Michigan. It just happens that way a lot of the time. Even when a team is not good, they just know you. And K.J. Jefferson is not a bad player. He was playing well. We got to give him his flowers. But what I loved about what I saw from LSU, I didn't like what I saw defensively. But offensively, every single time Arkansas came with something, LSU came back with something and said, oh, yeah, that's cute. Watch this. And they they matched that energy. I really like that. Um, and Ole Miss, to me, they really dropped the ball in my mind versus Alabama. And I think that LSU is more dynamic offensively than Alabama is. 
I am concerned because I do feel like Ole Miss plays as close as well. This one will be close, but I got the Tigers, of course. It's on me. All right. Oh, really Look, I'm I'm really stuck on this pick because, like I said earlier, I like picking teams off a loss because uh, I think they're more desperate. But I do think LSU is the better team. I'm going to go LSU on another game-winning field goal. Um, I think it's going to be close at Ole Miss at home. They're going to be a little desperate and pissed off from last week. If Ole Miss wins this game, it's not going to be a surprise to me at all. Uh, LSU barely. Wow. All right. Let's go to the main event. I'm here. All right. So, of course, I'm picking LSU, man. And I got a couple of reasons why I'm picking LSU. Well, a few reasons because a few is three. Um, Mr. Daniels, Mr. Neighbors, and Mr. Diggs. Listen to me. Those three names right there are going to be the names you're going to hear all Saturday. All Saturday. I got Jaden Daniels passing for over 300 yards. I got Diggs rushing for over 100 yards. And I got Mr. Neighbors going for over not one, but 200 yards receiving in this game. So you can look forward to us beating the hell out of Ole Miss this Saturday. It's not going to be close. It's going to get real ugly over there, all right? So watch out. Tigers are back. Jaden Daniels has uh, resumed his Heisman campaign. So uh, please be aware that he's passed for over 300 yards, maybe even go for four. I like it. Um. I'm taking LSU in this game. I'm not going to entertain this. Um, <laughs> even though, true, you are wrong about the Alabama game. I just oh, don't what? see them. I just don't see them winning. Um, they're just going against a better offense. Jaden Daniels averaging um, three thirty-eight um, um, since since the loss against Texas. He's thrown over 1,300 yards and 14 all-purpose touchdowns. Um, I just I just think they're very overmatched in this game, and I'm going with um, LSG to win this game over Ole Miss. All right. Game of the week where game day is headed. Notre Dame back on the spot, and this time they go to Durham to play Duke. Oh man! Wow, man! I'm not gonna lie. I'm disappointed in Notre Dame after the loss to Ohio State. Um, they messed up my obviously my my predictions. I mean, I know Kill would say that's only one game makes you got everything else wrong too. Calm that down, relax a bit. Uh, <laughs> but. This sounds like a basketball game to me, but I'm taking Duke, man. I am. I am. I think Duke's going to pull the upset. Duke has that feel to me of one of those teams like the Fresnos when they would go undefeated, the Boise's. Like, they just have this feel about them, like something special brewing in Durham. And I just think that Ronnie Leonard and company, they're going to get it done. It's going to be an ugly game, close in my opinion. Might come down to a field goal. But I think 
Notre Dame's heart is broken because they know they had championship aspirations and they blew it basically at home last week versus Ohio State without Marvin Harrison again, I want to say. And I just think that Duke finds a way to get it done. I'm going with I'm going with the Blue Devils. All right. I I'm gonna go with Notre Dame. Not only do I think they should have beaten Ohio State, uh, they had them where they wanted them. I, I think Notre Dame is still in, in the playoff race. Uh, uh, they can still get in with one loss. They do have big games coming up. I know they play USC. They play Clemson. Uh, this is going to be a tough game on for them on the road, but I think Notre Dame game-winning field goal wins this game. All right. All right, I'm going to um, pick up right there. I got Notre Dame. I got the Fighting Irish. Um, this is not basketball, true. And Christian Leighton is not walking through that door. Duke is going to get take butts whooped. They're going to lose probably about, about man, I, I give them a touchdown, maybe a touchdown and a half. Um, I see Notre Dame going to be pissed off after losing up to Ohio State in the fashion that they did. They're going to come out and come try to make a statement. I think they're clearly the better team. Duke is still riding high off their Clemson win. But here's a fact. Clemson's really not that good. <laughs> They're really not that good, so it's not as big as a win as you would think it was. All right, it's a big win for Duke, but in the grand scheme of things, it's like Colorado beating TCU. TCU just wasn't that good either. Um, I'm taking Notre Dame in this game. I think right. Notre Dame's gonna bounce back <laughs> from their win. I think Sam Hartman's gonna have a better game. Um, I, I just I think that it will be a high scoring game though, but I, I like Notre Dame to win this game. So you think it's going to be a high – I think it's going to be low scoring. Duke's defense is underrated. They've only given up double digits one time this season. Um, yeah. They're, they're really good defensively. Like, I think they would underestimate. And I want to say this. If they would have pulled this win off, mm -hmm. they would probably enter into that top ten region. Hey, Morgan. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, if, they, if they were to win this game, they'd probably itch – Real close to that top 10 region. And dare I say, October 21st, uh-oh, Tallahassee, what up? Duke would be arriving to Tallahassee to <laughs> take on the road. But here, hold up. But I got one even better. I got one even better. I'm not saying I would pick Duke to win that game. But dare I say, they mess around and win that game. That would be insane because three weeks later, we may have a Duke Carolina matchup where it might mean something in football. <laughs> I just I love college football, y'all. It just it's it's insane. You never know what's gonna happen. Obviously, I know that ain't gonna happen. <laughs> Obviously, the day could derail all that. I can't. But I can't. Go I ahead. can't give credit to that defense when you're when you're punking teams like the Connecticut Huskies for crying out loud. Hey, 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 hey! Watch your mouth. They held Clemson to seven. Calm that down. All right, man. Um, Clemson yeah. isn't good, X. Hey, Florida! He dropped twenty-four. Florida State's head. All right. There we go. That's our picks for this past week, and we'll see uh, uh, if True actually gets more than two games right next this wow. week. Wow! Wow! 
All right, man. Let's go to the NFL. Something that yeah, let's not, talk about that. Now let's talk. Something that I do not want to talk about. I've been distancing myself on social media when it comes to the NFL lately. Um, but here we are, man. Let's go straight Whoa. to our winners and losers. Okay, I'm gonna say it, man. My biggest loser. Dog, I don't care. Like, I'm not even gonna, I, I, I was gonna, I'm gonna let somebody else say the Cowboys. I'm not even gonna say the Cowboys. No. Sean Payton, Denver, what the hell was that? What the hell was that, Sean Payton? And, um, Denver, you got a 70, 70 points dropped in your head at home? At home? Broncos country, let's ride. What the hell were you at, Russell Wilson? That was all-time bad. Um, I, I, I don't know, man. The state of Colorado, uh, <laughs> it's not after this past weekend. It was bad, bro. It was bad. If you tell me a team in the NFL dropped 70 on you, can you imagine, like, what's going on out there? You lost by 50 points. I'm sorry. I, I like Sean Payton. Uh, I was never the biggest Russell Wilson guy. Um, it's not to say he was bad. I'm not saying he was a bad quarterback. Obviously not. But I told Antonio. Bad now. I told Antonio. I told Duke. I told Vic. I said, bro, Russell Wilson's not going to Denver and winning no, de- no damn Super Bowl in Denver. Like, y'all are hyping them. Like, it's not even like that. And then they got Sean Payton. Everybody was hyping them like they were going to score so many points. This team is not that good. I told you they should have traded my boy Patrick Sertan Jr. to the Saints, even though the Saints, and we can, I can call them the biggest loser too because they pissed me off this past week. But when a team drops 70, that's historically bad. So I'm going to say my biggest loser is the Denver Broncos, even though I knew the Dolphins was going to win that game, but not no damn 70, y'all. <laughs> okay, well, I'm gonna go with my biggest loser being the Chicago Bears. Uh, we knew we knew they would lose to the Kansas City Chiefs, but they look like they might have the first pick again this year. They had it last year and they traded it away. Uh, you know, th- they picked up DJ Moore. It looks like completely irrelevant. Justin Fields looks like he's taking a step back. He's blaming the coaches. I'm sure the coaches are blaming him. The Chicago Bears just look bad. And and to top it off, guess who the Bears play this week? The Broncos. Two losers. Oh, my goodness. It's all bad in Chicago. I'm going to go they're losers, not because they're just losing on the field, but off the field, it seems like they're having issues. All right, let me get some of this, man. Not to mention their D.C. already got fired, too. But go ahead, C. All right, let me get some of this, man. And um, actually, X took mine. I was going, definitely going with the Denver Broncos. <laughs> you let somebody drop 70 on your head, you are the biggest loser. But I'm going to go with my backup since I don't want to sound redundant. And this is something you may not ever hear out of my mouth again. The New Orleans Saints were the biggest loser of the weekend, bro. How do you blow a 17 to nothing lead in the fourth quarter? Damn it. I was in here so pissed off, bro. 
I don't think I've been that pissed off at a Saints game since the Minnesota Miracle, bro. Because we were this close. We we're 11 minutes away from being 3-0, starting out the season right. You lose Derek Carr, and you lose the game after being up 17-0. That's why the Saints are the biggest losers. Hopefully, Jameis Winston can hold hold it down for us. A lot of people, a lot of people are saying Jameis should be the starter anyway. I'm not one of those people. But um, I think he's very capable. And uh, hopefully he can um he can take us to where we need to go while cars out. But um Drew Brees actually said he had the same injury and he played that same week. He just didn't throw for the week and he played that Sunday. So it might not be that bad. Hell, Carr might play this weekend. You never know. But um I know that that that, that win, I mean that loss sets us back and you lose to you lose to Jordan Love, man. And you know. I just can't. That's that's not the Packers team you want to lose, blow a 17-point lead to in the fourth quarter. And I, I was just complimenting the Saints defense when they started their 18-point run, bro. Piss me off. <laughs> See, Go ahead, Kim. We saved it just for you, my friend. Hey, hold on, hold on. When, when the Saints blew that lead and Jameis Winston couldn't keep the lead and win it, all I can remember is he calling Winston the second-best uh, quarterback in that division. And I'm like, all right, let's see it. <laughs> hey, hey, what did he do to prove me wrong? He did nothing. <laughs> he did. Hey, so, shit. <laughs> Who else won that week? Who else in the division won that week last week? I'd say, I'd say Baker Mayfield's better right now. Yeah, no, he's not. <laughs> no, he's not, man. Did you see him last night? He's two and one. Huh? He's two and one, just like the Saints. Last night. Did you see him last night? Look like Jameis Winston against Jordan Love. <laughs> Stop, man. James had, James didn't have a whole game. <laughs> Go ahead, Keo. All right, man. It's obviously it's uh, all right, obviously it's my turn, unfortunately. I'm not happy about this. I'm still upset. I've been ignoring everybody. You might be pissed off than me. I deleted a lot of my apps, and they gave it to me on social media. My biggest loser is my Dallas Cowboys. I was so confident. I just couldn't help myself, man. I'm sorry. Um, <laughs> and this was a nightmare. One of the worst losses in Cowboy history as long as I've been a Cowboys fan. It was just the expectations and the ladder for us. And we were pathetic, man. We were one for 5 in the red zone. We decided to kick field goals instead of scoring touchdowns. And all of that goes to ring the code of Prescott. Obviously, I'm going to change his name now because he always likes to rain on my parade every single time, including the postseason. And, and our defense got gassed. We are no longer the best defense. Stephon Gilmore gave up those huge plays 
We lost to a quarterback who was 0-4 as a starting quarterback to Joshua Dobbs. And then on top of that, he wanted to troll us afterwards. Ah, we are the biggest losers, man. I was... I don't know what I was on the last couple weeks. I was delusional. I needed to be drug tested. And uh, the, my losers, the Dallas Cowboys. And tell the Cowboys they owe me 10 bucks, man. I lost 10 bucks on the scrubs. <laughs> All right, man. Let's. All right. So let's get to our biggest winners, right? Man, my biggest winner. I'm gonna leave off where Keon started. I mean, he just left off. I'm gonna go right, right there. The biggest winner is the Arizona Cardinals, and I'm gonna tell y'all why. Everybody was killing the Cardinals, including myself, saying. Oh, they might as well tank for Caleb Williams. This is the worst team in football. They might, you know, might not win a game. I've already heard somebody say that. And no Kyler Murray. No Murray. And yet they come out here with a guy named Joshua Dobbs that literally signed to the team a few days before the season started. They don't even sell his jersey. They don't even sell his jersey. <laughs> and, and they knock off Gil. Are y'all still those boys? <laughs> I just, I, I, I'm shocked. I'm not gonna lie, I am shocked. But I will say this: the Cardinals may be better than what we're giving them credit for. I want to give Coach Gannon a lot of pro- a lot of props right now. In all honesty. They have been in every single game. Yeah, they lost the first two weeks, but they have been in the game. The, the commanders, we, we looked at that and was like, commanders not going to be really good. So we didn't look at that as much of a, you know, 16 to 20, that's cool. Then they lose to the Giants. Um, the Giants had to come back in that game. If we remember, they took an all-time great comeback to beat the Cardinals. And then they turn around and beat the Cowboys. No Trayvon Diggs. Um, Diggs going down. It was a tough week for Cowboys fans. And I just got one question before I go. How about them Cowboys? Go ahead, man. (laughs) I'll get you back. You're on mute, Yvonne, I think. All right. my My biggest winner is the Cincinnati Bengals. I like it. They got a must win. It was not pretty. Burrow is still struggling. He looks hobbled. T. Uh, Higgins one week wants to catch two touchdowns. Next week he can't catch a damn ball. Uh, the Bengals, they got a must win, though. Uh, they saved their season. If they went 0-3, their season be over. Uh, in the next two weeks, they got the Titans and they got the Cardinals. They will be favored in both both of those games. So we could see the Bengals being three and two here really soon. I think they will be. And uh, I think they got a big win. They're my winners. I like them. All right. I'm going to go a little unorthodox. And um, Yvonne, you might like this one. Two words for you. Minshew mania. 
<laughs> I gotta go with the Colts, man. The Colts beating the Ravens, an undefeated Ravens team. I know just two and zero, but um, uh, Gardner Minshew able to lead the Colts to this victory to uh, show that their season isn't dead. And um, I, I I didn't think it was gonna be. I I actually didn't have them winning seven games this year. I think mm. I might win seven games this year. Um. Richardson, even if he looked good when he was in there, Minshew doesn't look good, but he doesn't look horrible. <laughs> he doesn't look horrible. He doesn't turn over the ball. So um, I think y'all may be able to um to maintain win about seven games this year, and I just liked it. I thought it was a big win for them to uh to beat the Ravens, and um for him to be able to lead them to that victory. Because he actually led them to that victory, I feel like um was a good look for y'all. So shout out to the Colts, biggest win, uh, biggest winners of the week. Yeah, they're better than I thought too. Go ahead, Gil. My biggest winner goes to one individual, the only individual. I'm going with Travis Kelsey as my biggest winner, oh. man. <laughs> we we. Know why he's my biggest winner. Not only his team won 41 to 10, the beatdown that they gave the Chicago Bears. He was seven for 69 for one touchdown. And more than more than up the most important thing of all, he left with the one, the only Taylor Swift by the end of this game. Taylor Swift and, yeah, <laughs> by the end of this by the end of this game, Taylor Swift and and uh, Travis Kelsey was trending. She showed up to the game, accepted his invitation, and was rooting him on. Now, whatever happened afterwards when they walked out of the stadium, that's between them. Um, but yeah, that Travis Kelsey is my biggest winner, man. I, I don't think anybody that, that's a bigger winner than that. Kelsey, you could do better, bro. Wow. There's nothing wow. wrong with Taylor. There's nothing wrong with Taylor Swift, man. Nothing's wrong with her. He can do better. <laughs> All right, man. So that that's our uh winners and losers um for this past week. Now let's move on over to our power of five rankings after three weeks of football. Y'all want me to go first? Go ahead. All right, coming in at number five. Well, let me just say this. Before I even say <laughs> don't get mad at me, bro. Dropped it out of my top five. It's officially from one to out. Like the, yeah. like the Colorado Buffalo. <laughs> it from being ranked to no longer being ranked is the Dallas Cowboys. Y'all can't lose to the Cardinals and expect me to put you on the top five. It's not happening. Uh, I can't do it. All right. So coming in at number five for me, I'm going to go with a team that I think has, has surprised a few of us. Um, I, I like what I've, I've seen from so far. I didn't like what I saw versus the Jets on the first night. I was kind of nervous. But I'm going to put Buffalo in there, y'all. Y'all may think I'm wild. I felt like their defense, Keo, shout out to you. You said on the um, Startup Sit'em show, Buffalo is your number one defense. 
And boy, did they show up and show out in that game. They went crazy. I think they had like 30-some fantasy points. So I'm yeah. going with the Buffalo Bills at number five. I really like their performance. So I'm going to go with them at five. At number four, I know y'all may have them higher, but I'm not going to put them that high yet. I'm going with the Kansas City Chiefs. But we just said, well, not just me, but somebody said they might have beat the Bears, the worst team in football. I'm not giving them all the credit for that, but they are the Kansas City Chiefs. They are the defending champs. So I'm going to give them their credit, their flowers. Um, as of today, I'm going to put them at four. Coming in number three, even though I thought it wasn't the prettiest win, I'm going with the Philadelphia Eagles. They're undefeated. Um, they beat Baker Mayfield and company. Baker Mayfield was undefeated prior to that game. So I'm going to give the Eagles their flowers. They're still undefeated. Coming in at number two is the highest scoring team in the land, which is the Miami Dolphins. The offense is spectacular. They did. They dropped 70. And what we didn't even mention is Jalen Waddle didn't even play. He didn't even play in the game. Uh, that's one of their big-time playmakers. They have 130 points this season. There's not a team that even has 100 points this season. Obviously, they scored 70 in one game, so that makes it a lot different. They've scored in one game 70. That's more than, I think, more than half the, the league. It has this entire season. So it's just mind-boggling to think what the Dolphins are doing offensively. But number one, and I'm going from week one, Till now, the consistency this team has shown is the Niners. Offensively, defensively, running the ball, throwing the ball, special teams. They could beat you in so many ways. Well coached. I got the Niners at number one. All right, I'll pick up right there. All right, so um, I got a new entrance. New entrance into my top five. I got the Detroit Lions. Oh, big I, I got them at number five, man. Um, golf is playing well. Um, the defense, I actually like. Um, Hutchinson is a dog over there on that line. I mean, I, I, I like Detroit. So, um, them being two and one, I, I, I think they slipped up. Who they lose to? They lost to, um, Seattle, Seattle last week. I think that was even a closer uh, contested game. They could have won that. They that that close for being three and zero. So uh, I got the Lions at uh five, and at number four I got the defending champions, the Chiefs. They let you know exactly where they coming from this week, uh, with that beat down they put on the Bears. I mean, you know, Travis Kelsey out there showing out, showing out for his old lady up there, and I ain't talking about his mama, but uh, Taylor Swift in the press box. So you know, I saw um, I saw the Chiefs do what I expected them to be doing already this season. So I got them at number four, and that's tentatively until they uh, go ahead and kick it into high gear. And number three, I have the Eagles. E a g l e s. Eagles. All right, they look good to me. That running game, that running game they got over there is something serious, and they are actually pushing the run. They are pushing the run. So um. I, I'm. I think the Eagles are the number three team in the NFL right now, and number two, slipping from my number one spot, and I still was damn impressed with them. The San Francisco 49ers, number two on my top five 
And that leaves only one team left to be number one. Those Dolphins, I am a believer. They are the best team in football right now. You put 70 points up on somebody, bro, I don't care who you're playing. They, they put 70 points up on an NFL team. That's the best team in football. I'm going to tell you that right now. And I can't see nobody saying nothing about that within the next couple of weeks. So they got Buffalo this week? Yeah. They're going to whoop the sleeves off Buffalo. Wow. Um, and, and and I really believe in those boys. They just Their offense is crazy right now. It was like whoever they handed the ball to scored a touchdown. It didn't even matter. I got most of it on the fantasy team. He scored 40-something. And uh, and they, uh, A-Chain, he scored 50-something. Like, it was crazy. It didn't even matter, man. And um, Tyreek Hill, he's doing what he does, of course. And Tua, I think if he can stay healthy, Tua is now in my top 10 most definitely quarterbacks in the league. If he can stay healthy, he might be in my top five the way uh, some of these other guys are playing this year. All right. Um, I'll go next. I'll go ahead. I'll go next. So I'm glad. Uh, I'm gl- glad Z uh, realized that Tua is a stud if only healthy. Uh, because last year he, he started off just like this. So if he can stay healthy, I think he's an MVP candidate. Anyways, this was my top five last year. I got it actually written down, or last week. I got it written down here. It was the Niners one, Dolphins two. Cowboys three, Eagles four, Chiefs five. I only got one change. Number five, the Buffalo Bills. I agree. They got to come in there. Number four, the Kansas City Chiefs. Number three, the last three have to be the undefeated teams. There are only three left. Philadelphia. They don't look good on offense yet, but they look good on defense. They run the ball, bro. And Swift should be the starter every week. Yep. He looks different than Gainwell when he's in there. The Dolph- the Cowboys are out. They obviously after that loss. Uh number two, Miami, and number one, San Francisco. I'm gonna stick with San Francisco one just because I feel like they're more consistent overall. But I agree, those 70 points, that was insane. That was the first time since 1966 that much that many points have been uh Scored. I don't think anybody in here was even born in 1996 or before. <laughs> um, uh, in terms of, uh, uh, but uh, the Dolphins, man, they look like the best team in the AFC right now. The Niners look like the best team in the NFC. Tua is the leading MVP candidate so far. We all know the thing with him. Just got to stay healthy. So my top five to review, Niners one, Dolphins two, Eagles three, Kansas City four, and Buffalo five. Uh, okay. All right. Um, mine, my five. I got the Buffalo Bills at five. Um, number four, I'm going with the Philadelphia Eagles at four. I haven't been completely impressed with them, but they are undefeated, though, so I give them that. Number three... Number three, I'm going with the um, Kansas City Chiefs at number three. Um, even though with that one loss, they had no Kelsey, no Chris Jones, and they've been they're looking pretty good right now at three. 
Number two, I'm going with the San Francisco 49ers, even though they've been very consistent winning their games. A couple of tough ones, but they, they've they been able to win it. So I got them at two. At number one, they just dropped 70, the best offense in the NFL, the Miami Dolphins. Wow. Okay. So UNC both have the Dolphins, me and Yvonne have the Niners. Uh, me and Yvonne have the exact same five in the exact same order. Okay. That's interesting. All right. Let's go to our last topic, man. Y'all need to consider Detroit. No, I, I think Detroit's a playoff team. I'm saying that plenty of times. I think Detroit yeah. could be. I think Detroit could be Buffalo. To be honest with you. All right, I ain't mad at you. All right, all right, all right. Let's go to our last topic. Zach Wilson, New York Jets. It just doesn't get any better right now with the Jets. They just the Jets just recently signed Trevor Simeon. Former Broncos quarterback. So, with that being said, is it time to bench Zach Wilson? It's time for them to make a move. I would make a move. Um, Whoa. I, 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 I think that, you know, you and I spoke off air. You traded for Garrett Wilson, and we talked about it even on here. And I said, Garrett Wilson's fantasy numbers are going to drop dramatically now that Aaron Rodgers is out. Um, I thought you know, like I said, anywhere from fifteen hundred on up. Without, I mean, with Aaron Rodgers, without it, it's definitely below, way below, in my opinion. He may, he may still get a thousand yards because he's that talented. But if I'm them, I'm looking for somebody to come in and trade for at this moment. I'm not, and then y'all know how I feel about the guy I'm about to mention. I don't love this guy at all. I, I honestly don't like him at all. But even like somebody like a Ryan Tannehill, like that has been to the playoffs, that has some, had some success in the NFL, you have to give those guys that you got like Garrett Wilson them a chance to even try to fight for a playoff berth. You have a good defense, but if they're always on the field, it's not going to matter. It's not going to matter. Zach Wilson, I'm not going to say he'll never pan out. I'm not going to go that far, but I am – getting to that point where I feel that way. It's almost like, dude, you had a whole offseason with Aaron Rodgers pretty much. You backed him up, and you didn't expect to play. But since he's coming to the game, let's be real, y'all. Yeah, they beat Buffalo that night. But Garrett Wilson had to make a phenomenal catch, and it took a punt return to beat the Buffalo Bills with the Bills turning over the ball multiple times in that game. A lot of stuff happened for the Jets to win that game. And I just think that at this point, if you're going to try to salvage this season, you have to get somebody in there that can get your playmakers the ball and give yourself a chance to win. I'm not a Ryan Tannehill guy. He's the first person that came to mind. Um, he hasn't played great this season. If it's going to Minshew, I mean, at first I was like, the only way it makes sense is if you get Tom Brady. But Zach Wilson is just not that guy, y'all. I, I, I'm off that train. I would move on and try to find somebody to come in and save the save the season some way. Let me uh, let me go next. Let me go next. Um, um, get him the hell out of here, man. I'm I'm <laughs> sick of him. I I was trying to give him a chance. I said, hey, maybe we should give him a chance. You know, he recently just got drafted as a first rounder. 
And and I said, give him a chance. Like I'm all about get players deserving a chance. Like I feel like Trey Last haven't deserved a, a full opportunity yet. Um, and that's the same thing. That's the same thing how I feel with Zach Wilson. Not anymore. Zach Wilson is turning out to be the new Josh Rosen. <laughs> I mean, and we know what happened with Josh Rosen, everybody. That guy was very high. Everybody loved him. Had high expectation. But guess what? I don't even know where the hell Josh Rosen is right now. He worked at Target. Okay. All right. (laughs) Um, Last game um, against the Patriots, Zach Wilson went 18 for 36, 157 yard, and got sacked three times. And the low quarterback rating of a 61. That is horrible, man. Like 18 for 36 for 157 yards. When you attempt that much many times and you can't move the ball, like you can't stretch. And you got your weapons with you with Garrett Wilson, Adam Lazard. And they're at the play calling too. I'm questioning that because they're not even running the ball that much also. So, that's that's a huge issue that um this team is um this team is dealing with also and then last week against the Cowboys he went for 12 for 27 for 170 yards got picked three times got sacked three times and he did have that touchdown though but this is bad this is not good i, I i'm calling for them to bench Zach Wilson immediately because he ain't it i know they just got Trevor Simeon I mean that's better than something, man. I I'll, I'll take Trevor Simeon over him, man. Dang. So they gotta they gotta <laughs> do something. But but then again, you could do better than Trevor Simeon. There's a lot of talented quarterbacks out there, the uh, experienced quarterbacks that I just I just they can't they got they gotta somehow salvage this season, man. I think they can. I obviously the Super Bowl expectation has been thrown out the window already. But you can still make it to the playoffs, and they 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 can still salvage it. They don't have major injury issues, so this is where I'm at with the Jets, man. They got to get rid of uh, Zach Wilson, either um, trade him. I don't know if any team would even want him in the first place, but uh, that's where I'm at with, with Zach. Would Wilson. you would would your Cowboys be willing to give up Cooper Rush for? I mean, but to to the um, Jets. No, I don't think they would because they already traded for another quarterback, Zach Wilson. So maybe like a six-round draft pick. <laughs> yeah, they, they, they need to do something. I mean, you and Cooper Rush, like, you got to see something else because this ain't it. All right. Let me get in there, man. Zach Wilson, trash. Get that boy okay. out of there. Um, I don't think that – I don't think – I hate to say it, but um, I actually had I, I actually had higher hopes for him this season, being able to sit behind Aaron Rodgers. I thought that, that was good for him. I thought that he was going to develop behind Aaron Rodgers and he could be a viable starter in the NFL after sitting about two years behind Rodgers. But now all of that is over with, man. They need to move on. Go ahead and try to make a move. I got somebody that they should try to make a trade for right now. Um, they should try to get their their um their little draft picks together and send them to Washington and get Jacoby Brissett. Bring Brissett in. I think he can help them turn this thing around and possibly sneak into the playoffs. 
Brissett is not a horrible quarterback. He's actually pretty good, to be honest with you. He's a um he's a viable starter in the NFL. He's not gonna cost you much. And you can um you can salvage the season. Um I think I think Wilson, they 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 gave him enough. He's played three games now, and y'all not good. So he's not even targeting, he's not even targeting his best receiver 15 times a game like he should, man. That man, that man needs 15 targets a game. He's not even targeting the man like he should. It's like he just not he, he reminds me of another high draft pick. Um, you said Josh Roshan. I'm saying Sam Darnold. I think he's a wow. uh, Sam Darnold. And, I mean, um, he did play for the Jets too. Yeah, the Jets they blew both two picks. <laughs> the Jets, that's what wow. they do. They blow two picks. That's why I thought the Aaron Rodgers thing was genius of them to be able to get a, a proven quarterback in there to help their franchise because they can't draft one for damn. Um, but I would say they go. They could go for Jacoby Brissett. Um, I would. Uh, is Tyrod Taylor still around? I think yeah. he's the backup. Uh, I believe in um New York. I'm gonna check. Yeah. Uh, yeah, he is. He's back for the Giants as a backup. Check out Tyrod Taylor, man. Um, uh, it's a couple of guys out there. Uh, that they could they could make a play for. Uh, Cooper Rush should be the number one guy. I would go out out of the guys that we named. Just because he did it in Dallas, and Dallas is a big spotlight on him. Um, yeah, I wasn't that impressed with Cooper Rush. I think he just he just he's, he's good for their system and what they did. He's he used to it. Over but it's there. very similar when you think about it. The Jets have a good defense. They have a good wide receiver. They have good playmakers if you can give them the ball. I think it's very similar. He just has to not turn over the ball. I think Cooper Rush understands that. You think he'll be? You really think he'd be better than Jacoby Brissett? I think he'd be better than Jacoby Brissett, and I think he'd definitely, he'd definitely be better than Zach Wilson. <laughs> yeah, he'd be better than Zach Wilson. I think. I, I think. Um, and and that that's why I said they wouldn't have to give up much to get somebody like that. Um, I don't think Dallas is. I don't think that's a viable. That's a viable trade partner because by them trading for Trey Lance already, they're not gonna trade uh, Cooper Rush too. So you know, I can um. I really think I really do think that because what I did was I looked up free agent quarterbacks, and uh, when it's when I saw that name, it just jumped out at me. I said, "Dang, he would be really good over there." Or either they could bring Joe Flacco back; he could actually help them. He Joe yet? <laughs> Go ahead, Eva. Joe's better than Zach. Big okay. Joe. So, so I, I don't know if I was on the show for that draft or not. All I all I know is. I thought Zach Wilson was a bust from the start. I think it was one of the easiest busts for me to predict in in my predict in my draft uh, predictions in my past. I never saw it because at BYU he sucked in big games. Um, all he has is that one big arm, and it seems like he goes out there and just doesn't. It doesn't even have the same arm. I don't know what happens. Uh, and he and he looks like he took a step back too. He does not look better than before. Uh, I would see some flashes sometimes before, but this year, not at all. Um, personally, if I'm the Jets, I would have gone and gotten Joe Flacco because he knows the system, especially it's too late now to bring a guy like Trevor Simeon who doesn't know the system at all. Cooper Rush doesn't he know the either. Yeah, so I thought Flacco would have been the best move. 
But at the end of the day, if I'm a Jets fan, I'm happy with what's going on. I want to lose every single game. I, I want the highest pick possible. I want to get Aaron Rodgers' offensive lineman and just get ready for next year. It's too late. It's too late. The season already started. Mm. Now, there's that argument. People say you owe it to the team, and I get it. Okay, I get it. But, I mean, at this at this time, do you think any free agent out there can take you to the playoffs? I don't think so. Flacco, Simeon, the Cooper Rush, whoever. I, I don't. Wentz, maybe. I don't think any of them can take you to the – I don't think any of them can take you to the playoffs. I really don't. So pack it up, get a high draft pick, start reloading for next year, and uh, Zach Wilson's clearly going to be elsewhere next year. But if I did bring somebody, it would be Flacco just because he knows the system and he played with Gary Wilson and company last year. And he's right. Flacco's better than Zach Wilson still. Yeah. Speaking of the speaking of the 2021 draft, 2021 draft might be one of the worst quarterback draft classes ever. From well, as of right now, let, here here was the draft. I believe I'm gonna put it in order: Trevor Lawrence, Zach Wilson, Trey Lance, Justin Fields, Mac Jones. Yeah, that's not one of the I wouldn't say Look, it's one of the worst, but it definitely sucks. <laughs> the, you don't, it's not it's not promising for for any of them right now. There's nobody that stands out, including Trevor Lawrence. All that MVP hype surrounding him. Yeah, I mean, I mean, I mean, imagine, imagine, imagine. Hey, I'm at, but hey, look at this. Imagine me having two uh, Trevor Lawrence on my fantasy team, and I'm starting Trevor Lawrence every single week. I would be ashamed of myself. But, hey, let's move on to our next topic. What's up, bro? (laughs) All right, let's go to our next topic, the last one, man, before we get to our picks. What was the biggest surprise this week, man? The Cowboys getting upset by the Cardinals or the Dolphins dropping 70 on the Denver Broncos. Well, I answered that. I think it was the Dolphins dropping 70. I mean, if you're a betting man, the chances of you getting the car, I mean, obviously the Cardinals was an upset, but upsets happen in sports. We see that. But in the NFL, you don't see people scoring 70 points. <laughs> I mean, 40 is a lot. Oh, uh, 50, you're asking a whole lot. If you get to 60, you're like, what the hell happened? But if you get to 70, that's insane. I'm going with the Dolphins. It's definitely more surprising. I would have definitely put my money on the Cardinals upsetting the Cowboys before I would have placed the bet that the Dolphins would have dropped 70 this past week, especially with no Jalen Waddle. So I'm going to set the Dolphins. I, I, I'm going to go next, and I, I agree 100% with X. The Cardinals have given the Cowboys a lot of trouble in the past. So I, I, I mean, it was surprising, don't get me wrong. Me and everybody else on planet Earth picked the Cowboys to win that game. But at the same time, it is the NFL. And in the NFL, you don't see 70 points. Um, That was shocking without Waddle as well. I doubt they even get close to that (laughs) uh, as as good as they looked. But um, 70 points, man, you got to say that. All right, I'm going to go in the other direction. I was more surprised with uh, 
Dallas Cowboys were looking like world beaters, man. Now, I know who the Cowboys are. They are who they who we thought they were. <laughs> but I definitely didn't expect them to lose to the Cardinals. Because, like I said, everybody thought the Cardinals, we thought they may not win a game this season. And they came out of nowhere and beat the Cowboys. So, I was definitely more surprised. Now, I was surprised that I saw Miami keep scoring and go ahead and go up to 70. I was surprised, but I was just – I literally was more surprised watching the Cowboys get their butts kicked like they did because they got their butts kicked. And, and, and it, it looked really bad. And I was really surprised. I thought, okay, at any moment now, they're going to turn it on and beat the hell out of the Cardinals, but they didn't. It didn't ever happen. And and the Dolphins scored seventy with eight minutes left, and they had their backups. And even Robbie Chosen, whatever his name is, Anderson scored. I mean, if they really kept their starters in, no lie, they could have reached eighty-five. Um, my my biggest surprise was my, my Dallas Cowboys. Um, I didn't expect this. Like I said, I was. I'm still down. I'm still down about it. I'm probably not going to get over it. Uh, Rain Dakota Prescott. Like I said, he rained on my parade. The horrible play calling by coach uh, dropped a Mike McCarthy. Um, I just. They are they. It's that's them, man. It was a. I was surprised, disappointed, man. The, the Dolphins. I knew they were gonna beat the Broncos. I just didn't think it was gonna be like that. Am I surprised? It's a blowout. Um, no, I'm not. But I'm more surprised the amount of points they put up, though. But uh, yeah. All right, let's move on over, Avon. Let's take it over with our NFL picks for this week. Okay. Well. Uh, I don't like some of these primetime games, but uh, they are what they are, and we always pick primetime games. So, Thursday night, we start with Lions at Green Bay. Uh, two, Both teams are 2-1. and one. I like this matchup. I want to give credit to um, Love and the Packers. No Christian Watson. Um, they've had injury, the injury bug around that team, but yet still – they're competing every week. They lost to the Falcons by one point. Um, they could have won that game. They could be 3-0 and right now. But I'm going to Detroit. I think Detroit's going to win this division. I've said it time and time out. Um, I, got, I got Detroit winning this game on Thursday night. They beat the Packers last year to basically end Aaron Rodgers' journey over there in Green Bay. I think they do it with um, Jordan Love. Okay, I'll go next. Um I got Detroit, but I do think it's close. Um, uh, it, they're one-point favorites right now. Uh, I, this is in Green Bay. This is going to be a tough game, but Detroit by three. I got Detroit, man. I got Detroit. Like I said, I got them in my top five now. I really believe in those boys. I think they'll be a playoff team this year. I don't think Green Bay is going to make the playoffs. Um, not just bitter because Green Bay beat the Saints last week. It actually made me believe in Green Bay a little bit more because I saw how they turned it on in their fourth quarter, and um, I think they're going to be they're, they're they're going to surprise a couple of people this year. This year, but I think Detroit's just a better player. I mean, better uh, team than they are. So I got the Lions. Uh, it's my turn. Yes, yeah. sir. 
I got the Lions also in this game. Um, I'm not sold on the Packers. I'm still not sold on Jordan Loves. I don't know how the hell the Saints blew that lead. That was it. Yeah. Oh my god. You did that to Jordan Love? Are you kidding me? Um, all right. But I, I got the I got and the Lions. Beat the Cowboys ass. <laughs> hey, hey, we're not we're not talking about the Cowboys though. We're talking about the Packers <laughs> matchup and the reason why the Packers well, why won. Because the, lead, the reason why we're because the Packers are playing this week and leading up to that to support my topic, who the Packers beat this past week. The who? It wasn't the Cowboys. It was the New Orleans Saints, right? Hey, I'm just giving you a comparison. No, it's not a comparison. When the Cowboys, <laughs> when we pick a Cowboys game, you could do the comparison. Somebody I can do it whenever I want to. And I just uh-huh. talk that talk. All right, y'all. Well, t- speaking of talking that talk. I went undefeated last week in my NFL pick, so y'all should copy whoever I pick. Anyways, we got a Sunday night, Sunday morning game. It's the London game, Jacksonville and Atlanta. All right, well, Calvin really finally gets to play his former team. I got Jacksonville. I think that Jacksonville has to play better. Um, Losing to Houston, oh, my God. That was a surprise too. We, we want you know you want to bring up the Cowboys losing and this and that. I would have bet everything Jacksonville was gonna beat Houston and they didn't. And Houston looked really good. South to CJ Stroud, but um, I think Jacksonville is ready for this one. I think Calvin really is ready for this one, and I think Jacksonville knocks off the Falcons. I'm gonna follow up. I think Calvin Ridley, if you got him in fantasy. He's on ball this week. <laughs> I got the Jacksonville Jaguars, and they're, and they're desperate. They're one and two. They did not look good. I think they're better than Atlanta. They get it done in London. All right, I got uh, I got Jacksonville, man, just mainly because um, the Calvin Calvin Ridley thing and uh, Trevor Lawrence can't <clears throat> do it as bad as he's been doing. He's gonna um, he's gonna have to turn the season around. He's just that damn good. And um, I think that they're going to get that connection worked out. Even if it's uh, overseas, they're going to get it done, and they're going to um, turn that season around after this game. I can see that. And uh, Plus, Atlanta, they're not good. So, I got Jacksonville in this one. Um, this will be one of the, the least entertaining games in all of football this weekend, man. Um Obviously, you got the Jacksonville Jaguars. They've been irrelevant for quite some time. They're right now. They're overrated, overhyped. True continues to put Trevor Lawrence in this fantasy lineup over to, uh, and it's Atlanta Falcons. I don't expect nothing much from this game, but I'll I'll, I'll go with the Jags in a very close, low-scoring defensive struggling game. Let's <laughs> do something else. Yeah. Okay. Well, the next matchup we got is a division matchup. Very interesting. Baltimore goes to Cleveland. Who you got? I got I got Cleveland. I didn't like I, I don't like what I've seen from Baltimore. Uh, I'm being honest with y'all. Baltimore to me, something's up with them. They didn't look good against Houston in week one to me. Um I believe who did they beat week two? They beat somebody. I can't think of who it was, but it wasn't a great performance. The and then they followed that up in week three where they lose to the Colts and Garner Minshew. 
Um, yeah, they the lost, Browns. They lost. They, you know, they, they, they maybe Jekyll Hyde as well. But I just like the Browns even without Nick Chubb. I think Jerome Ford, Kareem Hunt, Elijah Moore, Amari Cooper, Deshaun Watson, and that defense—they figure it out. And I got the Browns at home. Okay, I, I'm gonna go Cleveland as well. Uh, Ravens, I think they're the most overrated two and one team in the league. They don't look good at all. Wow. Uh, I don't like what I've seen from them offensively. There was all this, all this talk about Zay Flowers, Odell Beckham, Lamar Jackson, and I'm not <laughs> any of that so far. They beat Houston and Cincinnati, but none of those wins look good. Um, I'm gonna go Cleveland at home. All right. I'm right on that same train with y'all boys, man. I got Cleveland. I expect Kareem Hunt to have a good game this week. Um, and I just think that that I I, I kind of agree with what X is saying. There's something going on with Baltimore right now. They can't quite do it, right? They don't quite look good yet. And it um, may be a J.K. Dobbins injury. It might be that. It might that running game might be effective because they really believe in J.K. Dobbins, and so did I in fantasy. But obviously, we saw it happen with him. Uh, uh, come get Melvin Gordon, man. <laughs> All right. All right, man. I mean, you know, like I said, I I I, I really think there's something up over there with uh Baltimore. I don't think the Ravens. I don't think the Ravens are are really good. They may be the most overrated. Two and one team. I think they still sneak in the playoffs, but um, that's just Lamar Jackson's that good. But uh, I got the Browns. Uh, Deshaun Watson, he looked better this week, this past week, but he's still not the old Deshaun Watson. So um, I think they're going to lean heavy on that run game, and Kareem Hunt's going to battle him out a little bit in some of those screen passes. So I got the Browns at home. Yeah. Uh, um... I got the Browns also. Um, yeah, the yeah, Deshaun Watson's playing better. Um, um, Cooper, he's he's getting more comfortable with the chemistry with him and Watson. The defense is always going to be the defense. I got the Browns over the Ravens. Okay, next matchup, and don't y'all boys be biased as hell. Learn from last week. We got the Bucks at New Orleans. I got no Saints. I got no Saints. <laughs> one thing. One thing. One thing about, hold on. Let me say this. One thing about the Saints is they play the Bucks well. I don't know what it is about playing against the, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, but that defense knows how to guard Mike Evans and Chris Godwin. You can say whatever you want. Daddy, that's even with Tom Brady there. In the playoffs, they did lose. But in the regular season, the Saints dominated the Bucks, And I just think that the Saints have their number. It's just one of those things where a team just got your number. And I think the Saints, even with Jameis Winston, Alvin Kamara comes back this week. Alvin, I'm going to say it again. Alvin Kamara comes back this week. <laughs> I got the Saints in this one. All right, y'all. Y'all clearly will never, never learn. Um, uh, Derek Carr is not going to play this week. That don't mean nothing. And the Tampa Bay Buccaneers are going to win. 
Uh, they've been better than expected so far. I don't trust Jameis Winston. He's going to throw two picks that he shouldn't throw. He's not the second best quarterback in this division. Uh, the Bucks are not going to win this division, but their car is out. I got Tampa Bay this week. You're going to be so mad. Taysom Hill beat them and shut them yeah. out. Yeah, All right, so let me let me just clear something up for you, man. The uh the Saints X is right. The Saints do play the Buccaneers really good. Actually, they own the Buccaneers. Um, throughout the Brady era, outside of their playoff game, we owned them in the regular season. Previous to the Brady area era, we really were beating the hell out of them. Even when they won the Super Bowl the first time, we were on the team uh, in the division and beat them that year. The um the thing about it is we um we're a better team even with Jameis Winston the, the drop off between Derek Carr and Jameis Winston isn't that big. All right, so Jameis Winston coming in playing against Buccaneers, a team that threw him away, threw him away. He's net he's yet to play a whole game against them. The uh the fact that well I'm sorry yeah he did last year but um. The, the fact that they hurt him, they may have ruined that man's career because he was uh, he was five and two with the Saints until he got hurt against um, Tampa Bay that year. So I think he holds a grudge against them for cutting him and hurting him, tearing his ACL, and probably ruining his chance to be a starting quarterback in this league for the rest of his career. Um, also, Alvin Kamara. One of the best backs in the league returns this week, and we're two and one without him. So imagine what's going to happen when we get him in there. We haven't had a running game at all since he's been gone. To be honest with you, so imagine what's going to happen when Alvin Kamara gets back in that lineup, and we beating up on the Bucks. Come on, man, we love to beat up on the Bucks. I got the Saints all the way, bro. Um, I want to say, I'm. I wouldn't say you guys have owned them because they did sweep you guys last season um, in both of you guys, the both of the matchups. So I wouldn't okay, they swept us last season. Let's go back to the year before that and the year before that and the year before that. No, year we're we're no, but we're talking about recently, though, so technically you guys recently. know. Yeah, so they won. Recently. Two years ago was recently. Last year, they beat you guys twice. Um, this That's year... This year, they will beat you guys once again. I'm taking the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. I think Derek Card's not being there is a huge difference um, rather than t- putting the to- turnover machine of Jameis Winston in there. So let me um, ask you boys about something. So if, so if Derek Carr was playing, y'all would be going with the Saints? Yeah, I would definitely have the Saints clear. No chance. Yeah. Y'all will find some other bullcrap reason, reason why the Saints. <laughs> yeah. uh, and then, then, and then obviously. Because I had the Saints winning the division. So now they lose their quarterback, and we, we change up based on that. No way, yeah. man. Y'all both yeah, and, Saints regardless. And, and, I think, and I think Baker and I think Baker Mayfield will have a, a, a good game uh, this weekend also. I think he'll throw for a couple touchdowns <laughs> also. And he'll outplay Either if it's Jameis Winston, Taysom Hill, whoever the quarterback is, I got I got the Saints in this game. You mean You're the Bucks. Saints? I mean okay. the Bucks. My bad, Bucks. Okay. I got right, I got 
I got um Baker throwing us a couple of interceptions. Okay. All right, well, we will see. Uh, game of the week, in my opinion. This should be the Sunday night game, but apparently the NFL cannot flex until week five. We got the Dolphins going to Buffalo, another division game. This is tough, but I got the Royal Blue. I got the Red. I got, I got the Buffalo Bills. I think Buffalo is going to beat the Dolphins. I think it's going to be a shootout. I just – these games between Buffalo and Miami, it's high scoring typically. I think the last, last year was real high scoring, both matchups. Um, but Buffalo, I really like their defense. The only thing is they started the season. That's why we gave them so much flack was the way they started against the Jets. But we forget. I mean, I think it, I think it was Yvonne that picked Buffalo go to the Super Bowl initially. I think it was. I, I, think them winning the Super Bowl. I believe Keel picked the Jets to go to the Super Bowl. It wasn't Buffalo. Yeah. Um, but Buffalo's one of those teams that we we going into the season, we knew that Buffalo, Kansas City, Cincinnati was probably most people's favorites to come out the AFC. And I think Buffalo makes a statement this week, even though it's gonna be a shootout. I know Miami's gonna put up some points, but I'm gonna go with Buffalo edging this one. Okay, uh, I'm gonna. I agree with X. I got the Buffalo Bills. Uh, everything you saw from Miami last week, you would think, oh, definitely Miami. But this is a division game. One team is at home. Uh, I think they're gonna still split the regular season, and I think both of them are gonna make the playoffs. But I got Buffalo at home this week, and I think Miami's gonna beat them in Miami. All right. I got you, man. I'm going with the best team in football right now. Wow. The Miami okay. Dolphins. The Miami Dolphins. They're going to go into Buffalo, and nobody circles the wagons like the Buffalo Bills. Eh, wrong. Yeah. I'm going to tell you like this, man. The Miami Dolphins are clicking on all cylinders. This will be a high-scoring game. If you're betting, take the over. <laughs> take the over. I don't even know what it is, but take the over. Um. But I will say that uh, Miami, they just, they just, they clicking on all cylinders. They're not gonna put up seven. They're not gonna put up seven. They'll put up thirty plus. They'll put up thirty plus though, as long as Tua doesn't get hurt. As long as Tua stays healthy, they're gonna put up thirty plus. I expect Tyreek Hill to have a great game. Um, and let's go Moser. Okay, let me take a quote from somebody on the show. Let me get some of that. Because I got the Miami Dolphins in this game, man. Um, I think it's really disrespectful to have them as two-point underdogs after they just dropped 70 points on the Broncos. They're what underdogs. they got to do? What was that? No, I'm saying what they got to do. They dropped 70. Yeah. Now they're underdogs. Come on, what, what they got to yeah, do? Yeah, it's like – and I don't think the Bills – the Bills, we talk about them being in the Super Bowl every single year, and guess what? They still haven't done it. <laughs> um, so gonna do it. It, it, it's it's going to be the same thing this year. Also, um, biggest issue with the Bills is um, their running game. They're very inconsistent with the running Cook, game. I know Cook's Jay, been yeah. good, man. Cook's been good the last two weeks. He has. Yeah, he's um, been good, man. Well, we'll see how he does against the uh, Miami defense. And um, 
I just like the weapons that Miami has. Um, you're asking me who I'm gonna take in Tyreek Hill or Stefan Diggs. I'm taking Tyreek Hill, the cheetah over Stefan Diggs any day. Um, and and I just like two. I just like two or more over Josh Allen, man. And I like the offense more. Mike McDaniel, I think he's like that offensive offensive mind that a lot of people are starting to like now. And I'm going with the um, I'm going with the Miami Dolphins to win this game. Okay. All right. Sunday night game, Chiefs and the Jets. I'm gonna just say the Chiefs, and I don't think I need to explain myself. Yeah, uh, me Chiefs. too. I'm going with the Chiefs. Chiefs. Go to next game, Chiefs. <laughs> See, you go with the Chiefs as well. See, you got uh, Kansas City. Yeah, I got Kansas City. My bad. All right, and Monday night game. Once again, not the best Monday night game. Seattle goes to MetLife to play the Jet the Giants. I think this is gonna be a good game. I'm not gonna lie to you. Um I'm taking Seattle, obviously. <laughs> I mean, I say Saquon Barkley being out is big time for the Giants, but the Giants have a good defense, they can um disrupt some things. But overall, I just think the Seahawks have too much talent. They'll pull away late in that game. I got the Seahawks. I got the Seahawks, but I also have a question for y'all. Y'all think the Giants need to go be trying to pick up one of these um, free agent running backs? No, because Saquon apparently is going to be back uh, within the next two weeks. Hell, they, they might they might lose these next two games. They need help <laughs> with the running back position. They look, the NFC know. is the NFC is so soft that you could probably get in with a, a, a almost five hundred record. I think. That that they would have won. That'd be they lose these next two games. They'll be what one and four. Yeah, but right. they can they can turn it around. I think they can um, get to five hundred. Seahawks. Seahawks clear. <laughs> I like I used the battle raptor. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I'm gonna go with the Giants upset. Wow. Um, I just said this is not. I just said this is not going to be a great game. But then I thought about it. I said, "Look, they're desperate. They're at home. I think the Giants somehow pull out a win here. It probably won't be impressive, but uh, I'm going to go Seattle. See you. You had sorry. I got New York. Uh, see you had Seattle. Yep. Yeah. All right. Go ahead. Well, Keith. you'll be you'll be one game wrong this week, my guy. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so so last last week in the our picks, Yvonne, surprisingly, I was shocked more I more shocked than the Cowboys losing. Yvonne did go six and zero. True, you went four and two, and um, C, you also went four and two. So you guys had the same games. I I don't know who copied who. I had a bad week. I went two and four, man. Wow. What? Yeah, surprise, surprise. Uh, so in the NFL picks, NFL picks right now is um, Yvonne's in first place. I think he continues the first. I got to tally it up. C's is actually in second place right now. 
I'm coming. Uh, True, you're in one. Two, you're in seventh place with a wow. total of a six and seven record. Wow. <laughs> wow. All oh. right, man. So, uh, with that being said, we'll see how we do on our picks for um, this weekend. But with that being said, let's go to our last topic. We got a major fight coming up. It's Canelo. It's Charlo. It's going down, guys. How how we calling this this weekend, man? Between Canelo and Charlo. Okay, well, I don't watch boxing as much as y'all do. Uh, I've never seen this dude Charlo fight <laughs> um, uh, because I am a below average uh, boxing fan. <laughs> Hey, that sport is just getting worse and worse. I can't believe wow. it. Wow. Uh, so, look, I'm not even going to make a prediction. Y'all go ahead. No, you got to make a prediction. Make a prediction. Okay, I'm going to I'm gonna go with Canelo based off the experience and based off of all the big fights he's been in. I'm going to go Canelo. I'm going to go decision because he's, I see Charlo's only got one loss, so he's a tough dude. Uh, but – I'm gonna go Canelo just based off experience. See, I want to hear what you guys say. I'm going last. I want to hear this. All right, uh, I'm going Charlo, man. Wow, I'm going Charlo. Um, I'm just gonna go by the last time I saw Canelo. He looked slow, man. He didn't look like the Canelo that was dominating everybody. He looked slow. He looked like he's on the down the down spiral. And I think Charlo, he's on his upswing. I think he's on the upswing. I think he takes over the division now and um kind of starts dominating a little bit. Um yeah, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not seeing Canelo pulling this one out. I do think it's gonna go to a decision, but I got Charlo. I see Charlo born in Lafayette, Louisiana. And no, it looks exactly. like he grew up in Houston. Yeah, he's from Texas. I thought I ain't know I ain't know none about Lafayette. Maybe. He, but he's, he was I, born in Lafayette, but says he grew up in Houston. So his family might be from Lafayette. Oh, okay, man. Yeah, that's why that's why I got him. Yeah. <laughs> wow. I never heard that. That's the first time I heard. I knew him from Houston, but I didn't know nothing about Lafayette. Young Charlo, man. I remember that boy. Oh, boy. <laughs> <laughs> I remember that boy with the north side, man. <laughs> Go ahead, Keo. Um... This matchup between Charlo and Canelo, I, I, I was surprised to see the matchup because I thought Canelo was going to get um, Bivol, um or Benavides. I didn't expect Charlo in this one. This is a huge match for Charlo. But um, I am in the style to all my Mexicans out there, man, all the Latinos. I am getting. I'm going with Saul Canelo Alvarez, man. In this fight, man. Um, I, 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 I pretty much edged him over everything for durability, experience, skill set, uh, the punching power, also. But the thing with Canelo that people's pointing out, his last three fights has not been impressive. It has not been impressive. I think with the back against him right now, I think Canelo will put out a better performance combined from what he did with the last three. This is a high-profile matchup. This is a must-win for him. 
if he wants Bivol or even a Benavides. Um, and this is huge for Charlo. Also, this 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 is gonna be a, like a career defining moment. This is gonna be his toughest challenge. And uh, if he takes down Canelo, man, we're gonna remember this in, of of the year in 20, 2023 in boxing, man, because um, um, there's is some injury issues with uh, Canelo. Also, he you know, he had a wrist injury or whatever. But I guess I expect the Canelo to win this fight. I got this ending in the tenth round. I got it in a knockout. Um, I think Canelo's gonna dominate most of this fight, and he'll finish him off in the tenth round. Okay, okay. Canelo loses, and he still gets the B-ball rematch. Okay, okay. Well, Canelo, mm-hmm. let me say this. One, let me say this about Canelo, man. Or contrary Canelo. To, <laughs> contrary <laughs> to what many people believe, everybody thinks because Canelo's been around forever that he's a lot older than Jermel. They're the same age. They're the exact same age. And when I look at that, that says a lot to me. And then when you look at their resumes, Canelo's fought fought the absolute best people in boxing, Hall of Fame fighters. I mean, you can go down his resume and just look at it. And we can mention Floyd Mayweather, but it doesn't just stop there. And I look at Jamel and I said to myself, he needs this win way more than Canelo can lose this fight. Canelo's a first ballot Hall of Famer. So it definitely means more to Charlo. So you know, to me, Charlo's going to come in and have that little bit of, you know, that extra oomph to motivation to get it done. But when the chips fall, man, experience shows up. And I just think Canelo gets it done in a majority decision. Jamel's going to fight his heart out. He's a nice, you know, nice story. But we're talking about one of the all-time greats in Saul. <laughs> Canelo wow. Alvarez. I got Alvarez in a unanimous decision. But shout out to Jamel for even taking this fight. This is a game changer for him. If he does win, um, man, we may see Bud versus Jamel. And that, that, if he beats Canelo, that's a big price tag right there. But um, it's going to be a lot to see that one happen. So I'm going to go with Canelo just because everything's pointing at Canelo winning this fight just from experience to who he's fought. Um, you can just trust it a little bit more. I'm not saying Jamel can't win, but I got Canelo Alvarez winning this by unanimous decision. You said, uh, you said unanimous decision? Unanimous decision. It goes all every round. Nobody's getting knocked out in this one. Wow. Okay. Okay. So, yeah, I got I got Canelo in the knockout. See, you said who? How you have to fight? I got Charlo in a uh, decision. I think split? he's on. Uh, it's gonna have to be split. It's gonna have to be split. They're not gonna. They're not gonna give him a unanimous win. Okay. And Yvonne got in what in the split decision? No, I unanimous. Oh, okay. Wow. All right. So I'm about to put, I'm gonna put a poll up to see yeah. how uh, um I think Carlo just wants this more, like kind of like what X was saying. He got everything to gain from this. He has absolutely absolutely if he oh. wins this fight. He puts his name like if you're not a big like like Yvonne just said, 
and we know how much Yvonne watches sports. But Yvonne just said it himself. I don't even know who this guy really is. Jamel Charlo in the boxing industry, everybody knows who he is. They met his brother. But if you're not a big boxing fan, you don't really know who these brothers are. But if he was to win this fight, it elevates him for sure. Okay, all right, cool. So we'll we'll see what happens in this fight, man. I'm looking forward to this fight. Um, um, and we'll find out what what happens uh this weekend. Um, before we go, anybody that actually cares, because I care. True, I know some people don't care on here, but we had WNBA basketball, ninety to seventy five. The Connecticut Sun. Took down the Minnesota Lynx 90 to 75. That is the, the playoffs are currently happening right now. So, um, no, actually, the Sun advanced to the semifinals, man. Hey, Woo! Hey, Kiel. Hey, Kiel. <laughs> like, oh god, I hate these dudes. Hey, Kill, who do you have winning it all in the WNBA, baby? Um, I, I, I still like Las Vegas, man. Yeah, I still like Las Vegas to uh, to win it all. Okay, well, the Liberty tied it up versus the Sun. I'll go with the Liberty. I told you from the beginning. I got the Liberty beating the Aces. I know everybody likes the Aces. Um, Asia Wilson and company, we get it. But I got Stewie, baby. The big city. New York, Gotham City, baby. Let's go, Liberty. See who you like. You watch WNBA? <laughs> Man, I got the Houston Comets winning the whole damn thing. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> bro, All right. Um, that's how much I'm into the WNBA right now, man. Oh, bro. <laughs> that dude is a trip, bro. Yvonne, um, uh, before we get out of here, do you have anything for us that you uh, before we get out of here, Yvonne, do you have anything from the UFC for us? No, actually. Uh, uh, they've got a couple uh, regular TV uh, events coming up, but the next pay-per-view, October 21st, a huge event. Islam versus Oliveira. We got Hamza versus Costa as the co-main event. That's going to be crazy, but that's only a month away, so... Uh, I'll remind you when that comes, Keo. All right. And then we also get uh, soon. We normally don't talk about that much, but we'll be making our postseason predictions in the Major League Baseball as we approach the end Ooh! of the. I got, I got one for you, man. I got something. Not, not, not uh, MLB, but I got another sports. Sports entertainment. Jade Cargill signs with the WWE. She was a big star over there at AEW, man. I'm just oh yeah, you, yeah, man. that's 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 huge. Um, that that's, that's big, big, big news. Don't be hate. You 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 talk about you support female athletes, and then you're over here shaking your head. You talking about the WNBA, man? I can't bring up the uh, WWE, bro. Come on, nah, man. nah. She no, she's a she's a she's a huge prospect in the wrestling world right now. Bro, I can't, I can't. I can't and um and um <laughs> i don't i don't know what what people are planning planning on doing but cm punk is a free agent right now man, hey, the man. WWE hey, might no, no 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 <laughs> 
Shout out to y'all boys. I'm not doing this tonight. We yeah, got to man. Hey, shout out to y'all. Shout out to everybody, man, out there. Go follow me. What a me. hater, bro. Go subscribe. I'm done. I'm out of here. I'm leaving. Bye. All right. Well, you know, I don't tell know. me about the New York Liberty. I can't tell them about the WWE. Well, get out of here. But yeah, I, I, Keo, let's never do those topics ever again that we just did. At the, end. the WNBA? Are you kidding me? Anyways, even the female uh, uh, audience that follows us don't watch the WNBA. Anyways, shout out to you boys. Another fun week. Y'all got to step it up in these picks, man. I'm killing it. I'm killing it. I'm killing it. I'm going to keep killing it. I'm excited to be back on the show next week. Let's get it. I'm on your tail, big dog. All right, last few shout-outs. I was going to Hunter Morgan Tory, Christian Lee and Edward. Daddy, love y'all. I'll see you in just a second. To my beautiful wife, Latricia, I'll see you in just a second. I love you, too. Uh, to my daughter-in-law, Shelby, and my grandbaby, Marcel, Carter, Bryant. Pap, pap, love you. I'll see you in just a second, even if it's just on FaceTime. But I know you sleep now, so I Pep, pep, see you tomorrow. Love all y'all. See you tomorrow. Well, see y'all next week. Peace and shout out to the whole NBS crew, man. Appreciate y'all boys for having your boy on. Yeah, man. Shout out to C. Shout out to Yvonne X. Mike wasn't able to make it. He'll be back next week. But with that being said, man, this is another episode of the NBS show. And we'll see.